1: And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
2: From the glow of St. Paul's number one, welcome to another edition of Cabin Country. Give us the time and we'll take you out of the traffic and away from the levee. Let's find the place where the looms call out among the moonlit waves, where the wind sighs among the Norway pines. Pull up a dock chair, have a sip of your coffee, and get a line in the water. This is Cabin Country. Now here's Bjorn Lloydsted, and I'm Fudd Klugman with another woodland escape. Hey, welcome back to Cabin Country, and um, we're pretty excited tonight to have a, a guest in the studio. Guest. And, uh, of course, we wouldn't have allowed him if he didn't have a cool old tackle box, a treasure box full of some interesting lures. And this treasure box goes back ways. It does. It's vintage even older material here. than some of the things we found in Bjorn's right. box. And uh, we did, uh, I did ring up our friend Steve O'Hearn yeah. to get some prices on it, and... Uh, so we're going to have fun going through this box, but uh, this is a longtime friend, Yogi, and he's uh, grown up in the, the Lake Elmo area, grew up on a lake, Lake Jane. And uh, so he did a lot of fishing when he was younger, fishing and swimming, he said. And he's, when he saw our episode with the old lures, he said, I've got some ancient lures, and I was all excited to see those. Absolutely. So uh, let's see what's there. Let's have right. a look. All right. So uh, dig well, let's not wait any longer. Y- Yogi, are you here? Let's have Yogi join us. Well, let's get the chair. Here you, right. you go, Oh, there. Look at that. That's a Well, welcome. Thank Glad you. Nice to have you,
0: Yogi.
3: Hey, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> now look be here. First thing we should ask you is like, uh, can we get you some coffee? I'm good. Coffee is not my biggie. What? Yeah. No coffee. <laughs> no uh, coffee. Sorry. I don't, know, I don't know about that. So, Did you want you me to leave? leave?
2: Uh, uh, well, no. I didn't. No. Okay. No, right. no, no. No, we're glad no. you're here. Glad to have you. Glad
3: you're Absolutely. here. Absolutely. Um, and I, I want to say right away, too, I really do like s'mores. What? Yeah. I mean, I can't believe that you guys don't, obviously. Wow. Yeah.
0: Two strikes here. I don't, You've I don't know. You've got a tackle box. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: that's a
3: tackle box here. Uh,
0: okay. That's a good thing.
3: That is a good thing.
0: So... I'm not gonna lie, Yogi, I had a very similar tackle box did as you? a young man, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, it said somewhere on here, Plano, Texas. I, I think so. Plastic, the lock on the front, the latch, and it looks very familiar, was it Was it a floater?
3: Uh, that I don't even know, I never okay. dropped it right. in to find yeah. out. You you I did, as a you? young
0: man, because I'm a spaz,
3: and <laughs> it, it
0: floated, which was a good thing, because then it was up to me, hmm. my dad, and a fishing net to get my tackle oh, box huh. back in the boat.
3: So did you need a life preserver, or did you just take the tackle box with you then?
0: I just took the tackle box. I figured if the boat goes over, I'm just going to hang onto to that thing mm-hmm. like grim death.
3: Great and, idea. And
0: propel myself back in. But uh, it looked extremely similar. A little more flat, a little more rectangular. This has kind of a nice kind of mid-60s angular look. It's, it's, it's roundish.
2: Nice color. I like this, this color. I don't know That's it's, right. It's, it's very similar to that uh, 1958 Johnson... Five point five. Absolutely, the housing we would see on an old vintage Johnson outboard. Mm. The color Beautiful. of the. Beautiful. What would you say? Do you remember when you got this particular box? Or was it uh, your dad's? Or?
3: No, that was mine. It oh, probably, okay. uh, you know, it probably dates back to when I was about uh, seven or eight years old. I would imagine. Wow. So wow. About wow. Thirty years ago. Absolutely. Uh, Forty <laughs> years ago. I was going to say, was that about nineteen twenty-four? <laughs> no. Well, no. Okay. No, we won't get into that. <laughs>
2: Uh, but so you, you grew up like on or very close to Lake Jane. Is that where you fished
3: most of the time? Most of the time right there, yes. We, we lived right on Lake Jane, and it uh, uh, wasn't a very big lake, but uh, so, you know, you could uh, almost swim across the lake. Right, right. Oh, nice. Um, but uh, yes, it was a, a great bass fishing lake, okay. northern, a lot of sunnies, Mostly about uh, three inches long. Absolutely. That, uh, you know, they'd steal the bait before you even come. Almost got it in the water. Right? Well, as I recall,
0: kind of a bloodthirsty sonny, as well. I had a previous episode. I was helping a, a you know, friend's father put in a dock on uh, Lake Olson. Oh, okay. Which I believe is part as, of that. Yeah, it's a tri lake area. Three there. lake chain: yes. Olson, De Montreville, and Jane. That is we correct. Were Putting in a, an early June dock, they just got in the house, okay. and he put out, he was, I was helping him put out the dock. And I think I knew
3: June, I'm not sure if I, if she, maybe she was on Montreville. so. Yeah. Oh, June. you meant the, oh, go ahead.
0: Yes, Cleaver. Um, <laughs> Barbara Billingsley. <laughs> uh, putting in a dock, and all of a sudden he lets out this war whoop, and he's bleeding off the chest. And I said, what in the world? And he had just been targeted by one of the sunfish and taken a bite out of his chest. I see in fact, he said, that son of a gun just bit me right on the nipple. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Which point is they, thank God for rash guards. Yeah. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> so, so some, some savage sunnies. Oh, yeah. Schools. They'll take you down to a skeleton They'll uh, get blood in the water. Forget it. It's all over. Panfish. <laughs> you were a bass fisherman on Lake Jake. I
3: really liked bass fishing, yes. Okay.
0: And they were, they were plentiful.
3: They were. But, you know, even the days that you were out there fishing, um, if it was a nice day... Just sitting there casting with the lure for mm-hmm. a couple of hours, even if nothing bit. Right. It was just a wonderful day. Didn't matter wonderful watching time.
0: the sun reflect off the waves. And exactly. Now, were you a boat fisherman, Yogi, or were you dock? Boat, what, what, boat what were, mainly boat okay. fishermen. Okay. What yeah. What was the vessel you were?
3: Oh, boy, we had, uh, I think I want to say it was a Lumacraft. No, maybe no, not. I don't know. Sure. Here again, it's been too, too long. Mm-hmm. And talk about the size of the motor. I think we had like a... Uh, because you were talking about a 9.9? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we had about a 3.5. Sure. Wow. Sure. So, and I think it was an if Yeah, remember Andrew, two, Yes, so. indeed. Well, you know, it wasn't a big lake. You didn't need to go too that, that's true. too far. Right. It's yeah. I most of the time, you know, used the oars. Oh, yeah. I wasn't sure. a big motor sure. person anymore, so. Keep Old school. Yeah. This,
0: uh, you know, a drum roll might be in order, and I'm sure Donald set us up at some point. But here we go.
2: Oh my! Here we go. Oh my! It's the tackle box. Let's uh... let's open it up. Oh, oh. oh! my gosh! Look at that. Ah, oh, yes, old lures. It smells moldy. I love it. <laughs> Alright, good uh, stuff. Sit in the crawl space for a while, but that's all right. We've got a way to deal with mold, which we'll we'll figure out we'll get later. To in a I minute, guess I can man. turn this off now, but here we go. That's a um, beaut- Now, as I mentioned. I think I mentioned that I talked to Steve O'Hearn. In fact, here is Steve right here. I don't know. If we'll have to get a close-up of him. But uh, here's Steve at the Sportsman's Show that you Bjorn met. and I were at, and uh, I sent him some pictures of some of these lures to get an idea of how much some of them would right. cost. What kind of a treasure trove you'll be sitting? So on I here. alone know the value. Oh my. Of some of these Do moves. we get so to
0: venture a guess?
2: You're gonna, you're gonna guess, oh, wow. and a couple of these, we'll hear from Steve himself what they were actually worth. I um, love it. Where should we, uh, Steve? You can, you can live right here, Steve, for now. Well, all right, we'll just put him right there in the center. There he is. He's here Thanks with for us. joining us. In too. spirit. Coffee. Um, who would like to? Would you like to just pick one and see? Uh, just
3: grab some. Just grab there? one. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's grab this one.
2: Oh. Okay. Okay, now that's one. That's a lazy. That's a lazy Ike. Is it the lazy original. Ike? Okay.
3: It's, lazy it's Ike. It's
2: one that's got a lot of mold on it, and it's one I didn't even ask Steve about because I knew what oh, he would say. Well,
3: great! I'm glad that I pulled that out. So <laughs> just walked over. The first one. Yeah, where we <laughs> go? There, no there it, it is.
0: We have no idea. <laughs> Who cares? Moving on to the next. (laughs) I would imagine. Lazy Ike.
2: Lazy Ike. Maybe I should pick the. No, I'm just kidding. And to tell you
3: how how up on fishing I am, you know, maybe at one time I knew all the names of these, but, um, you know, other than knowing that this is a bobber. Yes. um, I wouldn't remember that that was even a lazy Ike. So I am just kind of.
0: There it is. Grab away.
2: The first thing I saw when you first showed me your box was this box of some inline spoons that look pretty darn old. This old, old one here has uh, the patent date of 1874, 1874. on it. 1874. 1874. It's kind of, that's amazing. Wow. Okay, so that was the first thing that Steve uh, gave a price on. So, what do you guys think each of those is worth? They're inline Pfluger uh, spinner spoons. Sort of like a forerunner of the Meps. Yeah, they kind of look like Meps. they got the feathers Meps. on the neck. That's a big maps you got there. <laughs> I uh,
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ballpark it here. Twenty five dollars a piece. Twenty
3: five dollars a piece. Mm. Okay.
0: Yogi, any thoughts?
3: I wasn't gonna go quite that high. I, w- I was thinking more around the twenty mark.
2: Twenty. Yeah. Double sawbuck. Twenty spot. So twenty a piece, like all of equal value, not this one that's. Uh,
4: I did.
2: Sure. Let's give Steve a call and see what. Steve um... hearn the voice. Actually, of... it's pre-recorded, but. Um... Here we go. Let's uh, see if we can hear what I'm Steve curious. has to say. I'm I, I think I might have hit Peter here.
4: Those spinners, those inline spinners, the fluted spoons, those are called, and those are, you know, two, three bucks a piece. <laughs> the ones you have, there are good ones of those, don't get me wrong. If you get lucky, five bucks for the one that says 1874 on five. it. <laughs> five Those are so common there in like every
1: old tackle box, just to tell you. Okay. All Those right. Are okay, so, okay. Those are good. so okay. hold up. Hold up. Oh. Easy, Steve. Steve <laughs> hold on now. Easy, <laughs> wait, wait
2: till we're ready for the next one here. Sorry. Sorry. I, I just. I have to.
0: I'm noticing on this spoon. Okay, Fluger. Fluted bait Bulldog quality. Oh. <laughs> so, did you catch any bulldogs?
3: Uh, that I did not.
0: French but if I would have known that, that probably would have dropped Briegel. the price down yeah. a
3: little bit, I think.
0: Yeah. Bulldog quality, $1.50, I think. maybe. But <laughs> I, I, I'm surprised. And yet, I guess not. If every vintage tackle box is, is
2: rolling in with these fluted. You wonder
3: how many of those were actually made. The fluted,
2: fluger It's not yeah, easy to say so. without spitting. Now, in this same plastic box were these two things. Now, these... There are two different sizes of European these. torture device. And uh, I could see on the top here, it was like a G-O-T-PAR. And the patent on these is like 1917. 1917. And Steve, US when he looked at the picture World World of those, one. said that that's, that's how old these actually are. 1917. Wow. And, um... My grandfather was in France at that point. They are called, they are called the uh, PAR safety frog hook. We're going to use... Uh, Spotty the Wonder Frog to demonstrate how they kind of uh, hook the frog in the mouth. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, put put the well so put the frog with his nose in this way. Frog is currently yelling, FUD! Knocking (laughs) up what are you doing here? Damn it. And easy with (laughs) the damn end. (laughs) It's just kind of crazy. The par safety frog hook. From 1917. 1917. For use on real frogs and... Torture device. How much do you think each one of those are?
0: From 1917. 1917. United States entry into the Great War. The First World War.
3: And definitely they're going to be two different prices because of the size difference. I would guess. And the size of the frog that you had to use.
0: So, out of your box here, Yogi, I get... Feeling you should take the first, uh,
3: first shot here. Well, I, you know, I, I again, I'm going to shoot for uh, the larger one being more expensive, and I think it's it's probably at least forty bucks for that. Okay. And I think the smaller one, one, twenty-five.
0: Okay. Forty, twenty-five. I don't know. After that boom price, we got a five to three dollars on these. I'm I'm a little concerned, but I a really unique offering here. You're you're using a live bait. You're keeping it kind of alive if somewhat gored and moving, uh, I'm going to up you one. I'm going to say 50 and maybe 30. 50 and 30. I, I've i been a lousy gambler my whole life. So I'm just going to throw that out there.
2: All right. Well, let's ask the expert, Steve, Steve okay, O'Hearn. Steve. Let's make sure I've got it all queued up here. Tell the right? truth. Those are good. Um. Those are 1917
4: Joseph Parr out of uh, St. Paul, Minnesota, and he has a patent Local on it. boy. I'd say they're worth 50 bucks each hey. nowadays. They only were $45, but hooks have kind of gone up, so I would say those are 100 bucks. Oh, my. If you had the box, you'd wow. have $300. Do you
2: had the box? Um, oh, that's just
4: a blast. I guess <laughs> <pretty laughs> it's not the real
3: box.
2: Well, there you go. So you guys were pretty close on that Not one. Not bad. Yeah, Not you guys bad. 50 on the one. So. I did. I did.
3: So there you go. But we, five or there five we go five. There board. we go. There
2: we go. There we go. I think we need to take put another log on the fire break. So uh, hang on. we are got to fill our coffees. We've got more lures to go. So hang on. Watch the spinning chimps if, if Don adds those. Home. I would hope. We'll be right back. Too much monkey business.
4: Too much monkey business. Too much monkey business.
1: Back about five years ago, uh, we came up with the idea of using a snapping turtle to find uh, and recover bodies. You see, uh, snappers got an uncanny sense of smell. Uh, You put them in a lake, they'll go straight to a dead body. And unfortunately, from time to time, we've got dead bodies uh, we need to recover. We got ourselves a little turtle, captured and tagged a uh, small snapper, called him Jack, put a radio transmitter on him. Now, anytime we would lose uh, a body and need to go and recover, we would simply put Jack in the water and follow him directly to the body. And uh, it worked out pretty slick. Then, uh, one day, we're out here at uh, Big Lake and uh, lost him. Uh, Disappeared right off the tracking device. A couple weeks later, some swimmers found... uh, washed up on shore of the radio transmitters, so haven't seen them since. So about two weeks ago, uh, Skip Lebowski, he'd gone missing out here on the lake, suspected drowning. Um, we didn't have Jack around, so we had to do a good old-fashioned scuba search. I'm certified search and rescue and search and recovery. So I was out in about 25, 30 feet of water right out here, swimming a standard grid formation, and uh, that's when I looked up and saw a shadow was a big shadow. There should not be anything that big in this lake. startled me at first, and then I recovered, realized it was just a turtle. Oh, shit! Biggest dang turtle I've ever seen. So I started following him, and the turtle started swimming in here towards shore. As I got closer, I realized that uh, this was probably Jack. Jack must have been weighing in about 200, 225 pounds. As I approached him, noticed that he had what was Left a skip in his mouth and his jaws, and I realized this was going to be a fight. But that was evidence; I needed to get a hold of it. So, proceeded to try to remove the evidence from his mouth, and uh, that's when Jack attacked me. We started struggling here. He started dragging me out into deeper water. Uh, get out about 20 feet is when he started doing the turtle death roll. It took me under pretty deep. Didn't think I was gonna make it. Pretty scary. Don't know what happened then. Next thing I know, I got the uh, skips hand in my hand and Jack's disappearing into the depths. I'm swimming like heck for sure and uh, as fast as I could go. So I make it into shore and uh, it's the last we've seen of Jack. He's out here somewhere in this lake We're stepping up patrols. We're doing everything we can to keep the public safe uh, because this is one big turtle. And this isn't the Jack we knew. This is Jack the Ripper, and he is me.
0: I was, as a young guy, with a very active imagination. I kept seeing these northern pike. My dad would pull out of Daggett Lake, okay. and that was my swimming lake. I mean, right off the dock. And I kept thinking, one of those things is going to get a hold of me, and I'm not going to be happy. Mm-hmm. You know, or that dreaded giant snapping turtle that every oh, lake seemed exactly. to have. Exactly.
3: I was just going to say that. that you see him, like him from case.
0: time to time. There he was, that head about that big, yeah. just coming up out of the water, and you thought, oh, uh,
3: let's go for a swim,
0: or not. Yeah, uh, yes. very very worried, Jack the Ripper.
3: We would have uh, snappers that would come up on our in our lawn, and we'd you know, right. catch them, sure, and uh, have them grab onto a, a stick or, a or something, and, you know, you slice bet. that head off, hang them up. We'd right. uh, cut them up and make turtle soup. Looking for That's, a tempting treat. That was a past So you've deficit. had snapping turtle soup? Oh yeah. How what did it oh, taste like? Great. Tastes like chicken.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: kind of rubbery chicken it has been living on dead stuff at the bottom of a lake. Wow. If you can imagine that kind of a chicken. They're all the rage in French markets. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did you nail it to a tree upside down and let the Boy. blood drain out? Uh,
3: yes, we did, yeah.
0: And then you pry the carapace off, yep. and then it's the butchery begins. Exactly. I'm told, too, a big favorite is if you can find a female full of underdeveloped eggs, that becomes kind of... That's real yeah. in its own right. Wow. Uh,
3: the, o- so. the only thing that we found, eggs, but we would bring them in the house and yep. uh, bury them and and let them hatch and sure would have a dozen or more tiny, tiny snapping, snapping turtles. You know, pet
2: snapping turtles. Yes. Yeah, it's great. All on Lake Jane, Minnesota. That's right. Wow. That's What did you do with them?
3: Uh, just eventually let them go. So, sure. Sure. You um, didn't, like, I guess raise the them
0: the one in a
3: pen for y- y- well exactly.
0: We're going to eat this one tomorrow. And, and at, and least have the, <laughs>
3: yeah, at least for the, the one that we killed. At least we Turtle resupplied sausage. the the lake with the uh, oh well. Snappers these
0: brats about. are interesting. What is this? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Snapper tastes just like chicken,
3: doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, there's a little snap to
0: this.
2: <laughs> <right>? <laughs> Quite Hey. Oh, yeah. Wow. And <clears throat> brat bit me back. Ah. <laughs> Well, let's see. Back uh, into the box goes fun. Here we go.
0: What do you got there, fun?
2: You know, S- Steve always makes this big deal about things left in packages. I mean, that Indeed. seems to be all the rage. You bet. I mean, so we do have a, a little envelope package here, which has, a, like, the Canadian Bait Company. It's like this round, looks like a big hoop earring or a big earring, but it's, it's a big brass Canadian Baits Incorporated. Patented in Minneapolis. But apparently they caught a lot of fish and it even comes with uh, you know, some instructions, a nice yeah. and nifty little photo and, and a poster on the back that shows like, all these oh guys. Look at all the fish you can catch wow. in Canada. And it even says, no wonder a well-known outdoor editor suggests a law restricting use of the Canadian spoon to one hour's fishing in the morning. And one hour in the afternoon. You
0: don't want to empty the lake.
2: But, uh, yeah, Steve, well, he, of course, knew the price of that and had a little interesting comment on that. But before we see what Steve says, what do you guys think? The Canadian spoon.
3: Can I add something to that, too? I I actually abided by that rule. Oh, you did buy it? No, abided. Oh, you abided. abided abided. abided. Only fish for an hour. I probably bought that, too. You abided (laughs) it. I I it. I, I
2: sir,
1: <laughs> oh, it, it good. I like
3: it good. I, yeah, I abided by that rule as far as only, you know, one hour or two hours a day is what it said, but for a different reason is that that never caught anything from me. <laughs> I think with the photos that were on that slip, I think that the lakes were so full of fish that the, this thing actually just hooked the fish. As by the, accident. Yes, exactly.
0: Yeah. Well, I looked at it and thought, wow, Grandma's earring <laughs> yes. with, with
3: a huge hook on it. Oh, dear. It, well, was, it I, was fun to cast this.
0: I bet there's a lot of weight to that. Yeah, there is, and it's, you know, not all that aerodynamic. So even casting it, you'd feel like you had something on the line. Yeah, that's right. Um, we're thinking prices.
3: Yeah, what do you guys think for the price? And being that we had the, the little envelope with it and everything like that, the poster. For, I would guess at least seven fifty. Seven dollars and fifty cents. I, I'm
0: gonna suggest. With the packaging, I'm going to say 15. 15? 15 simoleons, 15 iron men. All
2: right. A 10 and a 5. I don't think Bjorn learned from his trip to the sportsman show that everything's about five bucks. Or- <laughs> oh, wow. Well, oh, yeah.
0: yeah, I'm going, I'm, I'm daring to dream here.
2: Well, that's good. Actually, that's good. It's more I fun that way. I can see
0: my gold tooth in that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what Beautiful. fun would
2: it be to just say everything is five bucks? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, ah. Caught well, Bjorn. Let's see what uh, Steve said. Steve six over. bucks in the thing.
4: Six My bucks. Average retail, six bucks at a six show. Bucks. My buddy found a whole barn full of them. They caught so many fish, they tried outlawing the lure. They went up to Canada with them things and tried them out, and of course they cost fish because you could have thrown a cigarette butt and that So then he used that as an advertising gimmick.
2: There you go. Six bucks... And I really like that. There was so much, so many fish in Canada that you could have used a cigarette butt. Well, I know what I'm going to try this
0: spring. A up cigarette at butt. The Gall River. I'm going to, I'm going to put some kind of a cigarette butt on there. Or a cigar, <laughs> cigar stub. Butt.
2: Let's not just throw them in the fire. Let's see if wow. cast them out.
0: Pull we'll up a bass smoking a big stogie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I give you a light, sir? Wow. Wow. Just keep that ash cone going underwater. I don't know how you do it. That's amazing.
2: All right. Let's see what that else. That fish we got was here. blowing smoke rings. Uh-huh. Unbelievable. This is a fun one. This the is, rat. you know what this is called, yo. Uh
3: it looks like the mouse. I don't remember. The paw paw mouse. Oh the pawpaw
2: mouse. The paw paw
1: mouse? Pawpaw paw, paw, paw,
2: paw, mouse. I forgot paw, who actually gosh. makes it, but uh Granny Clampett. There you there you go. It's pretty realistic. Beautiful. And it's looking.
0: got the, it's got the kind of under the chin yeah. spoon, so it's gonna wobble just like a mouse trying to stay afloat on a Right, Late Jane. Afternoon. Did but you catch there, anything on the mouse,
1: field?
3: Um, you know, I don't recall if I did or not. Catch a uh, cold? Yeah. Yeah, 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 it could have been.
0: <laughs> it's got this little kind of wire tail. It's, it's.
3: And again, it was one of these things that was it was fun to cast because yeah. it you know, kind of went out, but then like you say, it did kind of it's weird do this shimmy shape weird, yeah, coming exactly, back in. Yes.
0: You would think that would attract fish.
3: You would think so. You know, unless it scared them away. Well.
2: Here comes the mouse. I made my the own Lord, mouse. Mice uh, didn't look like that, but I uh, never caught anything on it. But apparently, mice uh, like frogs and uh, chipmunks. Chipmunks, that we're going to find out, apparently are a popular. Lo- I never, never never knew that rodents were so well. popular. But uh, let's see. Oh, you haven't guessed yet. What, uh, what, what price
3: tag? Yeah, it, it's your uh, my, first my move. My shot. Yeah,
2: it's
0: fuzzy. Very realistic. Got uh, trapped it? a few in the garage that looked similar. <laughs> I, you know, I'm gonna get way out on a limb here and, and take that lesson oh. from the Sportsman Show. I'm gonna guess three dollars and fifty cents.
3: Three Yeah.
2: Well, you're vermin. You know.
3: Yeah, well, yeah. I don't know.
2: There he is. You should do like the dog show. Put the tail up. Are, they, are, we, are we clean here? Are the teeth. All right. Yeah. Uh
0: huh. Okay. Let's take them out and run a few circles for us.
3: Ah, uh, What do you think? Well, you know, I don't think that that three fifty mark is too far off. You know, the five dollar, you know, shot. It seems to be a real common thing. So I'm going to go five. It's five spot. Yeah. Five spot.
2: Well. Steve. all right. And, Steve, what do you say about the pawpaw? The avenue of broken dreams. Here we come.
4: Pawpaw, mouse, 10 to 20 bucks, 25 oh. probably more reasonable. I used to sell them for 40 bucks. Get out of my wallet right yeah. now. Whoa. Were
2: good. <laughs> $25. Wow. $25 Simoleon. Wow. And I, f- I forget there's a well-known company that made the paw. and forgive me for not knowing. Some of the diehards out there might know that. Well, of course, that's the... Huger... Uh, doesn't on there. Anyway, so yeah, that was more than I
1: expected. I don't know. I just
0: want to know if it was a bad thing that I pulled out my
2: wallet and a huge piece of lint came out. Oh, right. <laughs> How much is that worth? Five bucks. That's, that's <laughs> it. On you know, eBay, $10. Mm. You know, some of that lint is worth <laughs> lots of money, depending on the color.
0: I've got plenty of lint. I don't have any money. Wow. I'd All like
2: right. to barter. I've got this wad of lint. The Hedden Crazy Crawler says Crazy it right crawler. on the on the bottom there, under its chin. C's, C's or chin K's chin. on that? Crazy Crawler. What we... uh, it's actually got C's. Oh, okay. Crazy Crawler. Passed our spelling test. That's and nice. uh, I, this is just one of my favorites because it just looks cool. And the and the metal brown. here and the red and, and white. Ash. You can tell it's a wooden body, it's not plastic. A couple of trebles or a
0: single? Two, two, two trebles. I like that kind of silvery, uh, scaling on the back. Of it. Oh, it's yeah. Kind of
2: fun. Yeah, we'll make sure to A lot of action on that. A lot, lot of movement on yeah, that. Yeah, you've used it. I have used that. Caught any bass on um, it?
3: You know, again, I would probably tell you, it really looked pretty going through the water.
2: And you didn't catch much?
3: No. But it was <laughs> so much it, fun just to watch. Maybe it has to do something with the person that was actually the casting angler. it. Yes. The angler. complete angler. I, uh... I, well? I mean, we, we we won't get into that. I'm well, I'm, I'm the... going
0: to get nuts here. I'm going to I'm going to throw out a, a total right here right now. Okay. Wood, a lot of mechanical stuff going on. A beautiful paint job. It's in good shape. It looks like it's probably a '50s.
3: No box though. No
0: box. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going like to ignore the, the lack of cardboard. I'm going to I'm going to go uh, I'm going to go thirty.
3: Oh wow,
2: thirty bucks. Okay,
0: thirty. Yeah. But I, you know. Go big or go home. Okay.
3: That's well, I'm gonna I'm gonna hang around the ten dollar mark. I think.
0: Ooh, okay. All right. Sawbill versus thirty. Let's the head and, head and crazy crawler.
4: And in that shape and condition and what you have for hardware on it, that's probably ten to fifteen bucks at the most. And yeah, there are good ones. Then worth thousands of dollars. Oh, but you got to have the right yours, ones. You not know. the <laughs> And then there's a couple that are called Chipmunk. They got white spots on them. Well, those are chipmunk
2: crazy crawlers. No, and those
3: on. are um, two to five hundred. Hold on, hold on. Mm. Two to five hundred
2: dollars. fud, fun, fun, fun. fun.
3: Tell, tell,
0: tell the
2: tale.
3: So, if I put a few spots on there, there well, maybe some know.
0: fuzz. I'll find that lint. With Expert blue yeah. gun. could find that.
2: Well, it's funny that he mentions a chipmunk because <laughs> in a past show or two, I've mentioned that I had a Rappalo. Bonk. Like like this. Well, well, it wasn't a didn't have the seg- segmented segmented body. Just the I had a Rapala like this Bonk. that was chipmunk. designed like a chipmunk. In fact, I even have a picture of it right here. Look at that. Here we go. Sorry, don't mean to cover your face, yo. that's I'll Cover beaut. Steve up. Sorry, Steve. That's a that's a Rapala chipmunk. The uh, yeah. Wait a minute. Not Rapala. But what are we talking about? Arbogast. The jitterbug. The ab- oh. the arbogast uh, chipmunk. And I bought mine for $0.10 at a garage sale. $0.10. And I did my own research on it, and Steve backed it up. I only found that it was worth about $16, like on eBay, which is still quite a bit of money, but I thought, what is the word? I never Again, I never caught a thing with my chipmunk. Uh, It it skated across the water, the surface of the water real real nice, and it was fun, but, of course, I didn't have the patience to go more than two or three casts with it. You're out of here. And apparently I was, I was so upset I got rid of it altogether, so I don't have have to look at just, just the picture. But The proper chipmunk, you'd have had 300 bucks. And if this hadn't was designed like a chipmunk, it would have been $2,500. Especially oh. if you the Even though we think this is beautiful, 10 to 15 No box. There you ah. go. Oh, I do. Hmm. Two things that I had Steve comment on were things that aren't lures, but... Cool things that you find in boxes. Right. Let's let's find. In fact, this has a box. Oh, sh- the U-fiber, U-F-I-B-B-R, and it's it's very much like a um, fisherman's d lire We found one of those in Bjorn's box. You see, u and uh, you know it has. It's it's a multi-tool thing. That kind of an use. insult, really. U-fiber, <laughs> right? No, yeah, no. I'm not fib- fibbing. it. The proof is right here. This fish was that long. Wow, yeah, you know, it's a silver burbot. you got to be careful with this. You'll pop it. You're supposed to oil this every once in a while. Really? I don't know if it has. Really? And I don't know if you knew this, Yoga, but I, it opens up and there are two folded band aids in there, unopened. Ooh. And two little vials for things like uh, iodine. So, so if you
0: grabbed that perch wrong and it stuck you. Yes. Or you grabbed the front end of that channel cat and it stuck you. Now you've got. Field medicine.
2: There's a weight, yeah, measure on there. I don't know where you find the scale. I know that here's the hook that you hook it on its mouth. and I can tell there's a spring. At, oh, it's that's right on the, on the side, side, right on the side. Oh yeah, right there, there right, we go. Yep. Look at that. How many lbs? But uh, what do you guys say? Or price on that with the box? With,
0: with the, the box. Models. Now that throws a whole new wrinkle. It really does. I mean, it could be six bucks. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. You know, you never know. I
3: don't have a lot of confidence in some of this stuff. I mean, you would think that the amount of material and, you know, it's...
0: No rust, no mold.
3: Yeah. The box. You know, maybe it should be 12 bucks. $12.
0: Uh, I'm a gambler. A lousy gambler, but I'm a gambler. Nonetheless, $50. $50? $50. Half of a century note. Steve want to chime in on this, or...? Well,
2: oh, you know what, I guess I don't have Steve chiming Uh-oh. in on that, but I, I do have it written down. I, I, you know, I took copious notes, trying to hide the amount from prying eyes here. The U-fibber is from the 1950s, oh, uh, and oh, he values it at $25. Oh, I was halfway there. Oh. And and halfway
3: I was, there. And I was only... You undersold yourself. I was halfway the other way. Correct. Twelve, right? 12.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting, you just never know. There isn't a set pattern just because it has a box. doesn't matter,
0: but... um, I just remember my dad's old comment. Well, it's worth $25. (laughs) If you can find someone who'll pay it. Yeah, that's right. right.
3: If
2: you're lucky, Steve I think I do have Steve commenting on this cool thing. This, uh, like, bronze box. The Ansonia Clock Company, Sunwatch, dated 1921. Oh wow! wow. Good and Lord, this *The Great was, Gatsby*. It was used by Boy Scouts in the 1920s. Now, were you ever a scout?
3: I never was. And the cool thing four is, is a, four, four okay. H, yeah. yeah. so then it has a little
2: <laughs> compass on the bottom here. But what's up here is like a sundial. So this, look at that. You, you pull up. Wow. What's nice about this is you get the
0: latitudes for all these various American cities. So if you're fishing in Atlanta or even Wichita, Kansas. You know your latitude. Wow. Minneapolis,
2: 45 degrees. It's all about the positioning of the sun. And if you're a good Boy Scout, or that's a all Or a 4 h yes. You just hold it up and look, you know. What so, if you're just
0: the typical angler who's about five cans deep into the Schmidt Scenic Collection?
2: I don't know, you just say, look at this cool thing. That is thing. fun. <laughs> uh. That's neat. <laughs> what time is that? Oh, oh, my God. Can you text on this thing? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> darn it. What's it taste like? Um, <laughs> but uh, that is, what price would you give that? Uh, and, you know, that,
3: being that this works. Yeah, that you can pull this up. Right. <laughs> well, if the sun's out, it works. Wow. Hey. You know, I, I seventy-five bucks. I would say seventy-five. Yeah. Whew. Uh, I'm gonna you don't think you. it's that much? Oh, shit! You were gonna go like about three hundred, weren't you? <laughs> yeah. Because you're a gambling kind of a guy.
0: I might take two fifty. I have fifty dollars.
3: Fifty. Fifty
2: dollars. Right. Well, here's what Steve had to say about that.
4: That thing's cool as heck. That thing's old as the hill, and I think it's a it's a navigational thing.
3: I mean, if I seen that laying at one of my estate sales,
2: I'd put 50 or 60 bucks on just looking at it. Uh huh. 50 or 60? 50 or 60 bucks. Now, I did read online that it can get up to as high as like 175.
4: Hmm.
2: 50 to 175 for that. There's plenty of them out there and some in better condition, but uh, at least you didn't say, well, yours isn't worth anything. Some of them are worth. The only other thing that was kind of noteworthy to me... Now, when Bjorn and I went to the sportsman's show and looked at Steve's unbelievable array of all of his old stuff... Anything you can imagine. I mean, it's just like, to set that up must have taken him hours. You know? Right. There was a box filled with these red-eyed spoons. A hundred spoon. red-eyed spoons. He did say that this one is unique because the the texture of the metal is kind of rippled on here. All of his were, like, smooth, like, more like this... Spoon here, which we've seen in in, uh, Bjorn's box. This kind of, I can't remember what it's called, but. So this one uh, I thought was worth guessing on how much it might be as well. And it's weedless. Oh, that's right, got the weedless wiring going on. Not gonna haul in a salad. Yeah, well, if you know, if you're good, right? Right. But uh, what do you, gentlemen? Oh, well, there is another thing in here. There's one or two other things on here. But what okay, about but this red-eyed, red-eyed spoon? With the
0: red-eyed the- spoon with the texture, the rippling <clears throat> texture, the weedless hook. Yogi,
3: what are you gonna say? Um, I'm gonna say eight
0: bucks. Eight dollars. I, uh, I think because of the uniqueness of the texturing on that and the weedless factor,
2: I'm gonna go fifteen. Well, Steve said that uh, it's called a Cortland red-eyed spoon, I think. So Cortland is the company that made it, and he said they usually bring in three to five bucks. But because of the metal and the shape, he said more like ten bucks for this one. Hmm.
0: I oversold. So you
2: guys were—did you say eight? eight? I said eight. So eight and 10 you were a little closer than I was. Well, well 15, no, but I mean. we were still. It, that googly eye kind of—it's pretty cool. Kind of thing. It's not bad. Steve like says he has one without the eyes, but uh, so that's that's kind of unique, you know. Well, that'd only be a dollar. Not five hundred dollars, but you know. The other thing too is this nice little uh, high Hiawatha spinner. It's on. It's on the card. That's big. So that was also packaging. A pretty big thing, and he didn't hesitate to tell me what that was worth. What do you guys think? It's a tiny little spinner. You'd think, well, how much can a little oh, spinner come be? On. but true. it's got the vintage card. But it's got the card on People there. People
0: love the vintage packaging.
2: Adver- I'd like the to see, art I'd like, of advertising. I'd like to see how that card and the spinner both works in the water though. The spinner doesn't catch much. The card, very popular with solder.
3: <laughs> I hope we have to be patient can't, while the fish is
0: really. Can't resist the taste makes? of orange cardboard.
3: It it it's you know, I'll I'll go ten bucks.
2: Yeah, packaging, twenty-five. Well, I, I oversold it. It was, he said, five bucks without hesitation. <laughs> okay, five bucks, which was You're even really more dead. than you had uh, really uh, me go in there. I, I know. I kind of, I kind of have cheated, you know. I, I've, I've said, it, been misguiding you, been. Uh, but um, one Fly last, one last thing before we just give you the general cost of the box, even though there's much more in here. Well, but, we've got to demold a couple of. That's right. We'll get items. to that shortly. But I, I like this, you know. Everybody's got, like, an, e- an old Eagle claw. claw hook box. Yes. yes. And I saw that this one is dated 1935. Wow. So I took a picture of that and sent that to Steve. And uh, let's see if I wrote that down. Oh, well, I just think he said a buck. So I was like, <laughs> come on, it's the card. And, you know. 1930-something. Look at that. Well, that's all right. is your dollar's <laughs> worth of 1930. But, so, there's a pretty interesting mix of stuff you've got there. There's more in here.
0: This I, I'm gonna I'm gonna
2: go back to my
0: youth and wanting to buy. Oh yeah, a million of bulk
2: little little fly poppers. And we'd
0: get these catalogs in the mail. It'd be this time of year, and I'd be sick of running around the house. My dad was sick of me running around the house. <laughs> we'd get these catalogs. Now this one's interesting because there's no hook whatsoever, which I think makes fishing oh. much more difficult. <laughs> really challenging. Really challenging. If you can somehow manage to like. I grabbed it.
3: That's where you need to go to Canada where they bite on cigarettes. Absolutely. Cigarette butt,
0: a hookless hula popper. But these little hula poppers, and I'd always con my dad into, hey, I'll fish with you. I'll even sit still in the boat, not even bring comic books. If we buy me more tackle. And for about five bucks, he'd get like 30 of Mm these. Lots of different colors. And those were nice because they even came with hooks. Oh, right. And I'd put... Colonel corn on the hook. Oh, okay. And stand on the longest dock on our, our little old fishing resort chain and and get into a school of sunnies. And man, you'd be catching sunfish all day long. They loved it. I think the the, the hook helps.
3: The thing that I used probably ninety percent of the time when I fished.
0: The rubber worm. Oh
3: yeah. That that was my favorite. And it, it definitely caught fish all the time. It did. Oh, huh. Yep. What well, that? I can tell you you've got mass, like, mass, maybe, mass. But, but several interiors. of them in here. Oh, Exactly. Spinner because after that. a few things, I mean, they just kind of chewed the, that worm away. So you know, yeah, and right. you switch it up.
2: Well, the, the the bulk of the things we looked at came to a total of about two hundred and ninety dollars. Wow. Is it better than the me? Box, too? It doesn't include the box. So did he, a, did he have a price tag on the box? I I didn't ask him about that. I forgot. But sorry. It's a Plano, Texas plastic. I know. Hatch. I could have. Yeah, I Five bucks, five or six bucks. Uh, Put like a <laughs>
0: Evanrode one horse on it. You could you know, send the small right. children out.
2: Right. Hang on to this. <laughs> good luck to you.
0: God, God bless uh, you. What do we think, Fudd, Yogi, about maybe running Steve's solution to the mold problem? Yeah, Up let's the flagpole. See if solution. Let's
2: take a break and kind of clear this do out. Through the and decks, and we'll get ready to bust out the Steve O'Hearn. The demolding de- 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 molding, de- molding de- technique. That'll right. be next here on
0: Cabin Country. Yeah, well, let's we'll give it a run and
2: get that, get that ready. And uh, we'll fill right your back. cup.
0: We'll be right back with our guest, Yogi. The Oharn Technique. I'll be here. Welcome back to Cabin Country. My name is Bjorn Lloydstad. I'm joined here by Fudd Klugman. Hey there. How are you, Fudd? Very well. This is a quick service we're going to offer on a regular basis here on Cabin Country. This is safety tip number one, how not to get lost in the woods. And I think the critical thing here is letting others know where you are. Oh, yes. One thing we all know is uh, way out in the great north woods, sometimes you lose your
2: phone signal and then it becomes a question of now what? Then you're scared, you're frightened, and uh, panic may set in unless you're prepared. Time to keep a cool head and think about the tools you
0: have at hand. So here's an old film Fudd and I made uh, about getting lost in the woods, kind of referencing a trip I'd been on. deer-spotting trip, and it kind of went afoul. So, Don, if you can let it rip. It started off real nice. Beautiful day. Been looking for tracks, and where might we have some luck later on when the sun sets, I'm walking down this uh, dirt trail, and I find... Evidence of the mighty whitetail. Good place to remember. And then I remember, I don't know where I am. Neither do my compadres. I start to kind of lose my cool here, Fudd.
2: Uh, that's, that's right. I'm falling apart. Panic I'm, sets uh, in. I'm
0: panicking. I'm panicking, man. And then I realize, wait a minute. Every good woodsman has some tools. Now, there's no cell phone availability here, but I do have a pocket mirror. And I hear a light plane. Not completely out of civilization here. I'm going to get his attention. Start flashing that pilot. I realize he's doing circles now. He sees me, but does he? So I've got to really make my presence felt.
2: And oh boy, do I! Oh, that's right. Yes. Wow. It kind Hi, there of we go. Conveys to the pilot exactly what your circumstances here. The man is clearly in danger. He's losing his mind. That's right. Is hypothermia kicking in? Possibly. Who knows? Possibly.
0: But you know what? The tilt of the wings, and I see he's got me in his sights, and
2: it's all going to be fine. So that's just one of many films or pieces of advice that uh, Bjorn and I have for you. If you tune in to Cabin Country. Join us on
0: Cabin Country for more safety tips in the great outdoors. Remember that uh, if you decide to join us, we'll keep that coffee pot hot and ready as long as you got a cup we're there for you so we'll see you next time on cabin country with several more safety tips ah! a quick quick word for our viewers we haven't all just joined the St. Paul Balkans.
2: oh uh, no no we and, haven't
0: and Hats off to the Vulcans. Winter Carnival about to start here. But uh, we have not made that leap. It, I don't know if we'd actually be accepted, but that's, that's another story. I don't know. There's I... a reason
2: for these goggles, Fod. Help there is. Out. We've got a, a jitterbug from Yogi's Box that's kind of covered in, in, in mold. And um, I asked Steve Hearn, oh, Hearn, excuse me, what to uh, do, do about that. Do you soak it in vinegar or dab a little bleach on there? No, no, Hydrogen I don't do peroxide. that. He said, well do you have a, a heat gun? If you don't have a heat gun, a a hair dryer will do. Turn it on hot. And it just he said it makes it good as new. So Bjorn and I are gonna try to brush some of this off and Yogi's gonna turn on the the hair the hot air dryer here and we're gonna see if this actually works. So are you guys are you guys ready? I think the, we're ready. Let the test begin. Let's okay. let's go for it. Here we go.
1: I'm going off the
2: Well, that yeah, actually it works. It wow. worked like
0: a charm. That is a brand-new-looking lure.
3: Six wow. bucks now.
0: <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm going to go 10 <laughs> That's wow. worth $10, if anything. That
3: is amazing, though.
0: Can I brush my teeth with this? Yeah, you me? can have that. Oh. You know? oh. Let's well, get ones that say Cabin Country. On them cabin sometime. Country. The new Cabin oh. Country toothbrush. Yeah. Wow. For all your dental needs.
3: You guys are probably marketing those uh, in a couple weeks. Well, well, maybe we'll get
0: Don on the... On the stick here, maybe you could be the first to own a Cabin Country toothbrush. Right. Brush that coffee. Of course. Fork. How much are
2: we gonna charge? Five. Five
0: dollars. Five dollars. $5. Five bucks. Absolutely. That'll be our look merch. at
2: this. Look at this. Uh, that's 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 amazing.
0: Jitterbug. It is a totally new lure.
3: It kind of went from uh, being oh. just a plain lure to alluring.
2: <laughs> that is alluring,
0: as you say. The frog is back. That's excellent. a beaut, man. That got rid of the mold and you're back in business. And I don't know that mold is a real attractant to a lot of fish, so I'm <laughs> gonna guess now not. that perhaps mm-hmm. this is I would say not. Much more uh, angler worthy. That's Fabulous. cool. That's a beautiful thing. It is.
2: Without right a doubt. Out. Well excellent. Well That's good stuff. Well thanks a lot, Yogi. A new technique learned. Letting us uh, peer into the treasure box, your tackle box. Amen. My pleasure. And uh, it was
3: a great time being here with you guys. Use the, a lot use of the, fun. A lot of fun. Rapala
2: here as a no, not the Rapala, the Jitterbug right. as a guinea pig for the Steve O'Hearn recommended guest. method of cleaning. Another fun evening. Uh, not forgetting about uh, the snow up to our necks for just a little while, and uh, mm-hmm. looking forward to summer days when we can try the newly cleaned Jitterbug.
3: That's right.
2: Not to mention the Rebel and others. Pull out of Lake Jane
0: or pull out of the Gull River, what might be hanging on one of those treble hooks. That's
3: right. And hopefully the snow melts before it gets moldy again. Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> yeah. Correct.
0: I Indeed. don't know, boy,
2: the way this
3: winter's going, but uh,
0: that's alright. Still be inside looking for other tackle boxes somewhere mid-July. Well, there's only bad. three feet of snow now. <laughs> right.
1: Oh hey,
2: is
4: there well. more coffee?
2: <laughs> boy, am I right to get outside. Yeah. Dreaming of warmer days when the Ice correct. is gone, and correct. And leaves are starting to come back on the trees, not a doubt. Fish are biting, so the turn of the mosquitoes. Yeah, I know. On days like this, we're thinking, oh, they're not so bad. Ah, know. come on. What's but, the big uh,
0: deal? Oh, uh, Mid June. Like
3: All right.
2: <laughs> Excellent. Thanks again we'll for joining us. We'll see you next time on Cabin Country.
3: Thanks, Yoke. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, it's a great time. We'll yeah. start a new pot of coffee. All right. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com/pack for free shipping
1: and 365-day returns. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.
3: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.